We are back. Hello. 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 Welcome to episode 27. 27. 27. The numbers In, higher. So I have to tell you, I have been thinking about it ever since we did our last recording. Where is the plumbing on this toilet going to? It, it hasn't. We didn't see any evidence <laughs> of that. It's a bag of holding. Is it? It's a bag of holding. <laughs> that would be so terrible. <laughs> there, is a, there is a limit. Huh. But. Because huh. I think they can hold like 500 pounds. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that would be, and if you made it and everything comes out, oh my gosh. <laughs> see, I'm more inclined to think of it as a ring gate. Ring gate. That's oh. also. Fun. I don't know if that exists in Five E. That's expensive magic. Just but for... in but in Pathfinder, they're basically ring gates. They're just simple like metal rings, like you would like Acrobat would use. And if you put something through one, it comes out the other ring, mm-hmm. and they can be separated for just about any distance. But they're only larger. They're only like a foot diameter, so you, a body can't go through. You know, unless you chop it up. But you know, if you well, can just imagine somebody walking back the back of the town. <laughs> It gets rig-gated. <laughs> That's interesting. I think a, a well of the plains would be even more fun because, you know, every time you go, you know, yeah. is is an angel getting yeah. There dusted. You go. A devil yeah. dusted. Yeah. yeah. But there, where's it know, going this time? I don't know. To be fair, there, there, there would be ample space between the floors for traditional plumbing. Oh, okay. I mean, there is. Okay. You know. I just, uh, I don't know. They didn't seem like it was represented, but okay. That I I will I will let it go. You know, with the amount of magic she clearly had, yeah. I, I think she would have devoted some time to the you know. It's like a details. pipe coming out of the side of the tower. That's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> just a classic <laughs> sloshes down from four stories up. Classic castle <laughs> privy. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, because there is a sink in here too. Yeah. Yeah. A toilet, tiny, a tiny tub, gate a to sink. the plane of water. Exactly. Yep. It works. You can get fresh water. That's a huge bathroom vanity. I mean, there's one sink in that large. It is a lovely space. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Too Welcome. bad we must bury it beneath <laughs> stone and sea. That's, that's why we need to take the paintings. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There are always options. There, There are some treasures here that need to be saved. Well, Speaking of which, any you know, gold and gems and magic stuff on the corpse? We never checked that. Well, before we get to the looting of Aranaxis Lunarum's <laughs> stronghold, let's let's recap what we did last time. Oh, oh, of course, Don. The heroes moved into a strange observatory. The night sky floating in a pool of water, deciphering the wizardess's riddle. They avoided imminent death. Atop the tower, the ghost of the Red Lady implored them to bury the magical heart of the city rather than allow it to fall into evil hands. Now deeper into the depths on Dungeon Patrol. Mm-hmm. Ah, Dungeon Patrol, episode 27, the looting episode. You go gimme, first. gimme, gimme. What do I get? What do I get? So I will sit down on the couch. It's a very comfortable couch. Um, no, the other one. That's mine. It's just a love seat over here. Oh, I remember You're I moved. You're more than the, welcome to sit next. I removed the. I removed I'm the so lounges. sorry. I up, meant yep. to move the furniture up. Oh well, you'll have to imagine the the furniture That's has okay. been moved. That's okay. So I will start identifying as a ritual. <laughs> All right. 
You do so one by one. I'll do Dagmar's first. Yes. <laughs> All right. So because I, this may drive you crazy as users of D&D Beyond, you may not find all of these in your mm. library because some of these are, um, it's okay. they were, some of these were homebrew that I pulled from the homebrew section, which oh, I don't know if you, you can still add them. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can still add them. And then I did modify one. So Dagmars, mm-hmm. you have armbands of the monk plus one. Cool. You feel the power of these bands surge throughout your body, making you a living weapon. Your unarmed strikes are treated as magical for the purposes of overcoming resistances <laughs> and immunities against non-magic Weren't you just complaining about that? <laughs> yes. I wasn't complaining. It was just mm-hmm. something I was like, hey, I need to overcome this. You gain a plus one bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls you make using unarmed strikes. Don, if you want to send me that kind of stuff, I can turn it into a homebrew magical piece. Well, so this one this one okay. is is in there. It's called Armbags of the, Armbands of the Monk plus one. Wow. Okay. Uh, if you have any levels in monk, you do not require attunement for this magic item as your key grows accustomed to these armbands. Wow. Just oh. pop them on. Just pop yeah. them on. Yeah. Boom, bam. That's going to help your deciding what you're going to do next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put them on. <laughs> I will do uh, Triss's next. Oh, I actually thought for a moment she was going to just choose a paintbrush and I was going to change mm-hmm. direction. There are various paintbrushes out there. Mm-hmm. Do you I, do you have two magic weapons? Into scimitars? I, I I do. I have I have two magic scimitars. Yeah, but you know. Well, I thought okay. I thought you used rapiers. Uh, no. I use rapiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rapiers are more powerful though. I mean, they yes. More damage. I am so sorry. I really thought you used rapiers. Can you? But could you use a rapier? Oh, oh no. yeah. Yes. Oh hell. Because you're a dex fighter. Yes. Yeah. Yep. When. Ever you have, if you're a dex fighter, you always pick rapier because it's a finesse weapon and it does more damage. So the only reason I'm using the scimitars is that those They're were finesse, the yeah. the better ones that were available at the time. So mm. and she's two weapon, so she's yeah. finesse, so she can use so me, yeah both of them. Mm, okay. So what do you what do you, well what do you currently have? Um, Sorry, maybe we should do somebody else first. Okay, I will do mine next. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, see what you're doing. You have discovered an, an amulet of druidic resistance. Wow. Uh, it is. It requires attunement by a druid. Mm-hmm. And this rare amulet, amulet grants you resistance to natural elements, including fire, cold, and lightning. That is cool. Is that a homebrew or just... That was also in the homebrew section. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It might be very useful going against wizards mm-hmm. who use said elements. And I take it that if I go into beast form, it still works. I would presume so, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Tris, did you determine what weapon? Yeah, what so weapon? so I have, the, I have a plus one scimitar, and then I have... A the scimitar of the black heart. Oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that might be better than what I'm about to give you. So yeah, maybe man. maybe you pulled a brush out. I don't know. Um, it's a it's one d six plus four, finesse light plus seven on crits. What do you mean plus seven? That's an odd number. I don't. This is this was. That's a very odd. Number. What this was from Jerry. What's well, what I mean, what is it like? You do like if you do you do a crit? 
Mm-hmm. You do plus seven damage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Plus seven damage. Got it. Huh. Uh, well, that's pretty sweet. Okay. Well, let's go to uh, let's go to the bard. Yes, I'm gonna take us a little extra time to make sure I get this one right. All right. This is You're a funny man, Thad. <laughs> funny man. So this was another homebrew, but I modified it slightly. Um, it is Lucy the mandolin. Lucy? Yeah. Oh, it's got a name. It has a name. Um, well, I'll just read you the text because there's some words in here that probably mean something in one of the D&D settings. Okay. A masterwork craftsman from centuries ago, Francisco's legacy mandolin harkens back to the Canaeth instruments of legend. An eight-string eight string mandolin that could only be used properly by bards and could be dangerous if anyone else attempted to play or even carry them. Once per long rest and after a recharge at dawn, the mandolin can be used to cast certain spells equal to your proficiency bonus. On a successful DC-10 performance check, you can cast Cure Wounds or Dispel Magic at third level. But on a fail, you take 1d8 slashing damage as the uh, strings slash your hands. Because <laughs> they are particularly difficult chords to play. So those are both at third level. Right. So I can cast spells equal to my proficiency bonus. What does that mean? So if you have a, what's your proficiency bonus? Plus three? Mm, yeah, that sounds right. That means you can cast you from three. those From those two, I can cast a, a combination of three three, three times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once per long rest. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's pretty sweet. But I need to make a DC 10 performance. Right. <clears throat> just going to tell you right now not too worried about that i didn't think you would be and I, and I, it wasn't really meant to be punishing i assume you have a, a probably a dc 10 <clears throat> I, I have a plus 10 to my performance so i'm going to get at least an 11 all right yeah. well this it weeds out the riffraff yeah exactly all right well hmm tris mm. hmm so I the I had selected a cool rapier for you, but I'm not so sure now. So I could retcon my selection since I haven't actually read it aloud. Um, is it the paintbrush? And I just thought that it was a rapier, <laughs> a very pokey paintbrush. Yes. <laughs> um, hmm. Because I was gonna do this one where it did like electricity damage and stuff, but I don't know. What do you? What do you? Are you, are you happy with your weapons? This is this meant to actually give you something cool. And I always want the better weapons. Well, because what I had picked out was the air-touched rapier, which is basically, it gives you plus one cold damage, plus one lightning, and then you get advantage on saving throws against air, cold, and weather-based attacks. That seems pretty cool to me. I thought it was cool. I mean, I can use a, a scimitar in one hand and a rapier in the other, mm-hmm. and then just be like... Whoosh, 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 as she gestured that. All right. Then we'll just go with yeah. that. It is the air-touched rapier. The weapon deals plus one cold damage and plus one lightning damage. And you get advantage on saving throws for air, cold, or weather-based attacks. So is this a, a, a real one? Or is this one that I'm going to have to make? This make? was, I mean, it was a homebrew also. Okay. So you're going to have to say all that again. Well, you should be able to search it. Like these weren't ones I made up. The only one I actually modified was the 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 mandolin, as I changed the penalty. Mm. Well, 
Okay. There's a little bit of things you have to go into D and D Beyond to add and search, get add it to your collection and stuff before you can. Yeah, I don't. Right. I don't have that. That's so. Not, okay. Well, if you want to just scribble it down on the side. Yes, that's what I'm asking for. Plus I'll, one cold. I'll try to do it later. Plus one lightning, an advantage against air, cold, and weather-based attacks. So is it a like? Would it just count as a plus one weapon for like purposes of to hit? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. Yes, it is very, very cool. So send me that uh, text, and I'll make a magic item for myself later. All right, I can do that. Or actually, can just post that right in the Roll20 chat, I believe. Where's that chat? There you go. Cool. Thanks. All right, Emily. Are we? Are everybody else good? Mm-hmm. So you were also going to, I assume, just kind of comb through everything in the room, because there were a few other trinkets that you might find interesting. Yeah, let's detect magic. Find what's uh, interesting. All right. Well, the there are a few more magic items in the room, uh, in her um, in her clothing collection, and you can decide whether you want to take these. The uh, the red robe that you have so coveted. <laughs> it's probably pretty nasty right now, isn't it? Little prestidigitation. Just okay. clean that right up. Good point. Do any of us have that? I don't. <clears throat> oh, I really thought you did. Why would I? Let me double check, but I don't think I do. I mean, you can always you can always you wash, wash yeah, it out the old the old fashioned way. Yeah. There's, I mean, We've there, got a tub. There's a there's a tub. There's a sink. <laughs> can I use minor illusion to make it look like I cleaned it? <laughs> it sounds oh, like something your kid I, would come up I with. I do. I do have prestige. <laughs> and then you're right. And it's like, what's that smell? <laughs> Gross. It's <laughs> like something like your kid would come up with just to not have to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can clean it up. It's fine. So wrong. All right. <laughs> All right. Then uh, you look through, and she has um, a couple of nice outfits. So there's the red robe, which is a well-made robe, um, uh, made of cl- uh, actually made of silk. And it has gold runes decorating the trim. And while attuned to the robe, uh, your base armor class is 11 plus your dex. And it gives resistance to piercing weapons. Well, mm-hmm. Do you, are you currently wearing armor? Um, yeah, I am. Mm. So that may not be. So it's a cloak, you said? or It's a robe. Something you robe. can wear. So it's. Yeah, so it would re- it would replace armor. Yeah, because it counts as unarmored armor class. Okay, so it would be unarmored, so I'd lose my studded leather. But well, I'm just saying the monk has un- he's un- unarmored, but he could wear a robe and still have his mm-hmm. unarmored monk. Well, there's a couple robes. Oh, okay, so that is the red robe. There is also a blue robe. Oh. Kind of frosty in nature, oh, with silver arcane runes stitched into the lining. The runes activate when the wearer is targeted by targeted by a spell 
that allows for a wisdom, constitution, or dexterity saving throw. And it basically gives you a plus one to those saving throws. Wisdom, con, and dex. An arcane caster can in also invoke the runes to cast shield once per day. Ooh, wow. But if you do so, you have to roll a d20. And if you roll a one, that is the last time it will ever cast shield. Oh, that's fair enough. That's a pretty awesome spell to have. Why would you build that in? You know, it's just a flaw, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to make Maybe it, it was built. It, well, the way it day. says is that the uh, the uh, <laughs> it says the attack overloads the runes, which uh, destroys the warding enchantment. Okay, that makes more sense. That does. Yeah. That's a very powerful rope. Steve down in manufacturing was just super salty that day. <laughs> he didn't get the, the specs. It was some kind of not going to give me, me a raise. Labor day. Fine, yeah. <laughs> All right, there is a green. Um, there's a green uh, cloak. Green cloak. Yeah. Very fashionable. It yeah. is. The green cloak gives you a plus one to AC and saving throws while you're wearing it. However. Anyone who dons the cloak may not speak a lie. The compulsion, the compulsion remains on the character for 24 hours after it's removed, unless a removed curse is cast on them. Pass. But putting it back on renews it for another 24 hours. I mean, Tris, you're pretty honest to start out with. Forward. <laughs> that plus one to AC yeah. is I mean, I'm, in resistance. That's huge. Yeah. yeah, for you. And it's cloak, so you can still wear your armor. I would assume you would look good in a blue robe. Yeah, I, I think the blue robe sounds. What's the AC appealing. on that? It's a white. It, it didn't. You don't have, have, have no AC, so yeah. you lose a little so bit I'd, of your... I'd lose two. Yeah. But if you could cast shield as a yeah. reaction, exactly, you can cast it. I mean, exactly. Well, so yeah, I, I'm considering the blue robe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did the red robe do? The piercing damage. Right. That is the. Um, the plus one to just real uh, wisdom con and dex saving. So both the red and the blue have that. If you just did robo protection. No, the so the blue was plus one to AC. Oh, actually plus one no. to AC and saving throws while you wear it. <sighs> okay, well that's not what I wrote down. Yeah, now I'm I'm just getting confused now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're ah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Hold on. You're confusing us. That is what happens. The verisimilitude of this podcast is really good. I mean, it's <laughs> almost like you're dealing with the frustrations of a gaming group. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The red robe gives you 11 plus your dex mod and resistance to piercing. The blue robe is the plus one to wisdom con and dex and will cast shield to saving throws for those. Yeah, to saving okay. throws. And then we'll cast shield once a day, mm-hmm. but if you roll a one, then it's gone. And then the green is plus one to AC and saving throws, but you cannot tell a lie. I'm a fairly honest person, but I don't want to be limited in my artistic renderings. So those are the, those are the three robes? Those are the three robes. Well, here's my feeling about I, I don't really need any of, of those robes because mm-hmm. I'll be turning to de- beast form and elemental whatever but the thing with having him wearing the red robe is he's that's downgrading his deck his monk 
it's actually downgrading him because it's eleven plus your decks. How how is that? Because he's got monk. Does it monk does and it decks count as armor though? No, robes do not count as armor. So if it's eleven plus decks, it would also be plus my wisdom for the. Yeah. Would it? Would it? Yeah. I, that would be a question for if you. it's not if armor. It's considered armor or not? Because if it says my my monk ability it's like a, is it's, it's like a bracers of defense, isn't it? Kind of. If you're unarmored, yeah, you uh, get to use your wisdom modifier along with your decks for your yeah, AC for your monk. So does a robe count as armor? And, and no, it doesn't because Mike Cabell does not have he's sure. unarmored, and the robe allows him to. Yeah. So then I would have. Uh, that would basically give me an extra point of like armor class. Any wizards, they can't cast certain spells if they're, you know, certain spells don't work like mage armor if you're, right? So right. that'd be the same kind of idea and wizards can wear robes. It's like the equivalent of mage armor, isn't it? Is it yeah. Mage armor 11 plus text? Yep, yep. But I'm just saying as far as, is is that go, which does it one or the other? Yeah, that's the question. That magic, one or the other or not? So, something to think about. Hmm. Well, well, let's get back to the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess the, I would say the question would be, would mage armor stack with your ability if somebody casts mage armor on you? I think no, that would answer. No, because it's it's mage armor is plus your dex, 11 plus dexterity, so it doesn't count his wisdom. So just tell me what I'm wearing and I'll just uh, Cloak of protection. Just get that. And just remember, you can't lie. Yeah, so mine specifically says, while not wearing armor and not using a shield, your AC is 10 plus dex plus wisdom. So does a robe count as armor? We will have to investigate that. I I think that it is actually counting as mage armor. That's how I'm reading that. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know if it specifically calls out if mage armor is something that's... Yeah, I'm just wondering if it wouldn't add your wisdom or not, but either way... It's no big deal. This will be on our third episode of of Ask Ask the DM, where we delve into the minutiae of the rules of this If you guys know, please let us know. (laughs) Meanwhile, the bard is face-palming and ready to get on with the story, so let's go. So you have a wealth of information. You've got some magic items. You've cleared the place out. And I think you took a long rest. Yes. Yeah, if, if it's allowed, yeah. So you awake in the morning, refreshed, invigorated, and newly enchanted, and ready to, I don't know, move on with the story. Yeah. I, I'll assume that at the point you take your leave. So we still have that guy downstairs. Should we just let him go or should we maybe have him lead us to their camp? Well, I don't know that I want to go to their camp. Yeah. Find find the the, heart and mm -hmm. find the nearest. They too are trying to find it, right? Yeah. I I guess we don't want to alert them that they were going to be at the entrances as well. One of them. But we we have the diagram so we can go quicker than they can. Okay. I mean, did you ever go fetch him? Or he's like, no, he's done there. No, he no, is we left tied him there. to a barrel. It's, on the it's been less than twenty-four hours. Less I mean. than he's on the alchemy level, I think. <laughs> we need to get the paintings, yes. anyways. And the... mm-hmm. All right, so you guys make your way down the stairs, collecting. What are you doing with all these paintings? I can cut the canvas down and roll them up. Yeah. Taking the frames off. I don't know how large they are. Mm -hmm. 
not going to cut the canvas. Well, we're not like art thieves here, man. Uh, oh, you got permission. This is true. Exactly. So we're going to break the frames off and take take the whole canvas out. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, you, <laughs> so this collection I be able of... to reframe them. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> nail by nail. Thick, no. <laughs> no, I'm not that. Yeah. All right. So you've got quite the collection. I mean, are you taking all the paintings? No, just uh, the, the painting of her that we already have and the uh, picture of her bow. Okay. Maybe another one. I don't know. There's some I, pretty ones. I like the ship with the yeah, city. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, yeah, that's I a nice one. I mean, the, the paintings are probably worth something on the market. Yeah, roll them up all in a bundle. Why not? If you're going to take one, let's take them yeah, all. Yeah. All right, then. Then uh, room by room, you descend, making sure you have every last painting and bobble and whatever it is you, you're carting. We're like locusts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, when you get four floors down, you find some severed ropes and a missing ender who had oh, the Ender. entire night to wiggle three. Now when I see him, can I kill him? Who tied those knots? Uh, I think it was me. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was you. It's severed, though. I don't care. I am writing it down in my journal. <laughs> <laughs> this is going on your performance wow. review. It's... <laughs> Didn't realize they were supposed to be 24-hour knots. <laughs> <laughs> you only made the 12-hour knots. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, he is. He's in trouble if I find him. It's that kind of lackadaisical attitude. It's going to get you buried. Their motto, <laughs> their mottos are just because you cannot be per- perfect doesn't mean you cannot seek perfection. Oh. I will uh, take my performance uh, <laughs> review in stride. That's okay, Dagmar. I screw up all the time. He does. It's true. <laughs> all right. Well, I have logged them in my crit- critical incident reports. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to report to who is my question. Just yourself, right? Pretty much yeah, just for my own. Yeah. <laughs> just not going to want to twice. It's always review. fun when you can judge twice when you can reread it. Oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you reached the, uh, the, last, the last room before the final stairs heading down. Fully laden, and then make the descent down to the ground floor of the palace tower. Um, Did we perhaps look at this diagram before we left the room? I assume we would have during our rest. Come up with perhaps a plan? Yeah, I I think that that's what we should be doing as we, you know, dine. I, I found these journals about art as well. Perhaps you would have something to do with them. I guess uh, I do definitely want those. Those, yes. I, I mean, I'm not going to read them right now, but no, I will hold on to them for later. All right. Well, yeah, you would. Yeah, naturally, you would have looked through them. And as she had said, now these aren't like exactly like floor by floor, perfectly elaborate plans, but they show the like entry points where you can get down to the the you know the substructure. And there are a number of these, which you've got a sense that were probably situated in maybe, you know, city buildings or maintenance buildings. Uh, there's an access. In, and also a lot, a lot of these places all are interconnected. 
So looking through these schematics, as big as this place is, you realize it has like, it's probably like a mega dungeon below. And you've already gone through a portion of that because you came in, sure. you know, like at one of the bottom levels and made your way through several different flights of this mm-hmm. ever expanding, you know, sub substructure. So you actually think that looking at this layout, that one of the entry points, you know, albeit pretty far away, was in that complex you were in. Sorry, I had to shake off for the morning. <laughs> so one of the entry points was where we originally came in from the tunnel system? Yeah. Like yeah. where we came up or where we came in? Well, where you came in kept kind of branching off mm-hmm. and there were right. some collapsed sections. Yeah. But you didn't explore every possible avenue. And just if you may recall, because you had been following after those kobolds. Right. They had gone somewhere and then you like you did never see where they ended up. So in case you in case you forgot about that, there was this tribe yeah. of, you know, murderous mur- kobold. murderous kobolds uh somewhere still now in this city. Yeah. Up to no good, no doubt. So <laughs> <laughs> that's someone else's problem okay <laughs> yeah I, yeah i didn't know if you'd, you'd forgotten about that it really wasn't no you. i i actually thought that we explored everywhere in there and i wondered man where did those kobolds go <laughs> so um, we must have so seeing remembering where they were on the map the, the camp was are they near one of the entry points they are in here Let's let's go to the map. There we go. Dun, dun, dun. Zoom out here. The giant city map. Oh, big map. Yep. My favorite. This is one of my. <laughs> oh my gosh. This it is a rather rather large map. I have some issues. There we go. Not quite. This should be your nickname, Don. Big map. Big map. So this is why I need a bigger display. I want the whole TV, a whole table to be a display. You could just have a projector and just have the mirror, a table mirror. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the projector. Yeah, it didn't work. I was going to say, we have tried so many things that I'm, yes. <laughs> I think that's a perfect solution. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, helped the economy in the process. Mm-hmm. Really, I'm just waiting for the VR experience, Don, where I can just put in my VR and you've got the whole map right there in front of me. Yeah, I, you know what? We'll get to that point. Give me a few more years. There we go. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I do want to see Aylar playing a virtual mandolin. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. See, we need AR, actually. We need to all put on goggles, and then we see each other in our costumes. That's right. You know? Yeah. That sounds pretty fun. Okay. So... Realize this is not going to work out so well because the map is just too dang big. So looking at the map, you can see here. I'm putting these little markers here. The different spots, and you see where you came in way over there on the west side of the map. And of course, you're in the center of the map. There is an access point on this building, actually pretty near that ship. And. And I'm adding the other one here. So there's actually four spots total that you think you could get down there. So to, to, to your question, though, 
One of them is actually somewhat near their camp. Okay. I see it. Okay. So there's four little red flags on this giant map. Mm -hmm. um, we came up for the one. Yeah, over on the west side. Okay. And so the, from, from a proximity perspective, from where you're actually at, it could you could go over by the ship and try to get to that one, or you could kind of go east of the palace, or you could go to the southeast towards the camp, or you could double back and take your chances in that original complex. Well, the advantage of going back is that we already cleared all that of the undead and stuff. So well, the... yeah, but were there more uh, of that murderous cobalt army? I would much rather deal with a murderous cobalt mm -hmm. mob than the unknown. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean that it's the vantage. Hmm. I mean, right now we're not interested in eliminating the camp. No, I think we're we just getting ahead of them. them. Mm -hmm. Just get ahead of them. Okay. Although it looks like the closest one is the one to the east. We're back over here. I mean, just, it's a little bit closer. I mean, the one uh, to the northeast, you know, like I said, is it kind of looks like it's in this little state area, mm -hmm. and so there's the ship there. You guys had mentioned the ship, but the the one to the east, it's like we there's the path, and then we go right through the door, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm all about kind of going back to where we came from because that way we, like you said, it's we've already mapped it out. We're a little more comfortable. With I think so. Our surroundings. So if we're talking about speed of getting ahead of someone, that's probably our best option. Yeah. yeah we'll take a little bit longer unknown. getting there, but it'll be a lot easier walking through. Thoughts, Tris? I... Tell us the truth, Tris. <laughs> I, can I can tell you nothing but the truth. Um, yeah, I don't care. That is my truth right now. I just want to get to okay. the move on. Then yes. we'll go back to where we get. Yeah. And once again, you continue to surprise me because you guys were all about exploring that dang ship. Well, we can get back to it. It's just right now, it's about time issue. Yeah, we've got the, we yeah. have a At a this point, the, the treasures of the ship are, you know, problematic. So you gave us, like, the quest, the greatest thing. I was saying to the rest of them is, like, you gave us, like, a directive. And so now we're, like, we want to honed in on that directive, yeah. which is a good thing because now we know what our purpose is, right? Okay. So we're a little bit driven more, I think. Which is which is totally fine. Um, I okay. I want to make sure you guys though have a good understanding because she said that the heart is roughly below the palace. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. So if we go back to the one that's which all the way connect, further, yeah. then we have to come all the way back underground to try and find it. Right. Also true. So okay. technically, the ship is the closest. Oh. Or well, either well, like what what other one are you see? I see the one over there and one over here. So there's the one to the east, and if you follow the path out to the east, mm -hmm. so and then it's there. just a little bit south okay. of that. Yep, I see. So well, right? Am, am I missing? I think that's the straightest shot. Yes, major thoroughfare. That one. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is the that is the one that I am talking about. We go down the main boulevard and then just pop off to the whatever that building is yeah either way it looks like we'll probably have to take that out of the encirclement that we're in mm -hmm. so we should head that way was there anything that i saw kind of just quickly was that where the undead were coming from didn't you say like the east there so 
I hate to waste some time, but we could go back to the the uh, the uh, that room where we had the uh, constellations, and we could mm-hmm. we could do a an overview real quick of Brilliant. the city, and then like look at like the the yes, you, you see what just I am a saying? Recon, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Let's just do that. Okay. Tris just goes upstairs and starts because I've got the constellation map and. I don't feel bad about it because it's going to be underwater. So, I guess that is a good yeah. point. So now it's a memento. Nice. Good thinking. And so, yeah, let's do that. So we'll put in the coordinates for the city here, the current city. Eidolon. All right. You do so and begin scanning around the city. So you want to look at the uh, the east point first? Yes. All right. The, uh, what that what that looks like, that structure there, is a tall white tower. Not nearly as tall or grand as the tower that you just spent a ton of time in. Um, but it, it's it's good probably five floors and then kind of comes to a pointy spire. And you see um, like a, bla- a large set of black doors at the base. And the doors are open. And there is a, uh, there is a group, a small group of people in kind of the courtyard outside of that tower. And uh, you see a couple robe figures and uh, probably about half a dozen worker types. Mm. Okay, so... We definitely need to probably the, put a kibosh on that. The exarchanum is over there. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Actually, make a perception roll. Mm. Yeah, not a good roll. That's an eighth. Well, ten. All right. Well, who's who's doing the actual looking through right now? I will. I I thought, it was I thought I was, but she well, actually, said yeah, she, she did. Actually, did say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you got an eight. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. You know what? Telescope fogging up a little bit, but you, you actually you, you recognize an Ender. You you can you can pick him out. So okie dokie. He apparently beelined over there. Dagmar, you in trouble now. Give me the opportunity. Well, now, and now, I will yeah, we now, my mistake. Well, now we got to go over there, right? I guess so. Oh, I said the right thing to do. I don't know. I find it strange that there's nothing underneath this palace area that's connected to anything outside, like well, underground. Well, she said there was, but it was probably blocked off. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, right. Which you you could try to go that way, but she was you you had the sense she was attempting to give you the best information. Okay. So that so with Ender over there, you know now that they know you may be coming. Should have okay. just killed him when he had a chance to. I... Dagmar. So does that change our plan? <laughs> if there's if there's folks are over there already, do we want to go to the? I think uh, we have to eliminate them. How many were there? I mean, okay, because then they're close to where one of the entry points are, entry, yeah. and then now they're ahead of us until what? You know, I mean. At that point, they're on the same level as us as far as being ahead or behind. Okay. Well, we but they don't, least... have, they don't have the plans, though. That's yeah. true. We should at least take a look and see what they're doing. Like, maybe spy on them. And... Well, we know what they're doing. Would you doing. like to maybe take a look at the other entries? Sure. I, I spin over and look at the ship. All right. Uh, you skim across the surface of the ship. And actually, I can even I can do you a solid here because I actually have a map of that. Look at that. Big map. He's got a map. Big map. Hmm, interesting. He has a map of the ship. 
He has maps of everything. He is that. Throw us off, right? But no, he doesn't know what we're going to do. That's that's what it is. Yeah, I I did set myself up here where I really don't know what you're going to (laughs) do. If we can get the thing to fly again. So you can zoom. How do we get it out of here, though, man? Just like a local fly. (laughs) (laughs) Just a joyride. Right, like a little buzz around the dome. Okay. Yeah. I can show you this air bubble. <laughs> <laughs> so you can pan around the ship and look for it. I mean, if that helps you at all. Do I see anything? Yeah, we want to see like, movement. Are there undead? Are there people? Are there? Is there a, a party going? More on? lions? What is that weapon in the front? Crystal. No, what is, oh, is that like a ballista? Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely yeah. A ballista. Yeah. Although that would be fun if we could get it flying and then just like go and like to their encampment. Some firebombs and stuff. That would be fun. Yeah. The ship itself looks to be quiet. Fine. So maybe that's the better way to go. All right. I don't know. Do we want conflict or not? I thought we were trying to avoid conflict, but. I was more of like to get ahead of them because it was a time issue, but. I feel like now you're right. They don't know. So we have still an advantage. So let's just focus on getting down to the heart. Okay. Right? Yep. Let's, let's do what we're going to do in the first place anyways. Because otherwise they know we're coming. They're yeah. going to be ready for us. Yes, because if we go the other way, then they don't know that we have the information. Right. So let's go. So let them think they have the advantage. All right. And we could, if we can get over the wall, I mean, we can get pretty quickly yeah well, yeah i mean you all can just get over the wall and mm-hmm. then help me up yeah well 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 we still I mean, have, ender uh, got out i'm assuming the gate might be open even oh but just we're gonna head like, straight as the crow flies yeah, yeah oh just head straight okay yeah sure, yeah sure. and they just go over there okay yeah i mean you could you know, the wall is pretty tall so you knew you know that when when broke was bared out Triss was able to climb up and yeah. get up on yeah, the top get of, out that. of it already. But you guys are also, I mean, your little camp there is by sure. the gate. You could, okay, we'll you can do whatever you want. But I just want to make sure you you can see. We'll we'll go. Could we'll we... go around through the gate and I, come back. <laughs> I don't know. I think the crow flies makes more sense. But if we go throughout this and then go along the wall to get to here and there, I mean, that's that's the way I. I see it. Because then okay. we have the wall to our side, then we that's a safety net, net to us. Okay. All right. I mean, you can also walk through the palace, too. All right. Well, that's what I was imagining, just because. Triss is just done and now starts walking out the gate. We all go our own direction. Split the party. <laughs> Split the party. Check you guys later. We'll make four separate podcasts. See you at the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll follow Triss for fear of my own life. <laughs> I'm already in the doghouse, so I'm going to follow her. <laughs> She's writing her journal, I'm sure, once again. <laughs> so Aylar looks longingly down the, the palace corridor. <sighs> Fine, I will follow my teammates. Thinking of all the treasures that will be lost forever. Big sigh. Can't wait to hear the new song on your all mandolin. All the stories. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely plucking out some gentle tunes on my new mandolin. Lucy. Lucy. Beautiful. Okay. Then you head out through the west gate. And then what? So then just moving along the perimeter of yep. the outer wall? Along yep. the wall. Nice. As, as quickly as we can, but still Do you want to track safely. up a little bit ahead? Yeah, I'll 
move up ahead and kind of stealthily lead. All right. Then uh, make your stealth roll to see if there's anything else horrific that could be hiding here in the ancient gardens. Uh, 14. Hmm. See the hunter or the hunted today. All right. So you have obviously fought that giant undead tiger, you know, back towards the southwest in this place. So now. It was a lion. Yeah, it was a lion. Yes, it was. <laughs> Lions, tigers, bears. Bears. <laughs> oh, my. Lions and tigers aren't even from the same continent. And tigers could totally beat the That's lions. the piece of verisimilitude that's thrown <laughs> you in this campaign. <laughs> Flying ships and cities. Okay. The fact that it's undead doesn't bother you. But no. <laughs> see one undead, you've seen them all. I think what it was is I just kept in my mind seeing the undead tiger from the army of the dead. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was what I was envisioning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. So what, what undead animal t- attacks him? Him specifically. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah. Um, no, no undead animal. That's good. No undead animal. You, um, uh, Hey, you're lucky you're not busted down to the mail room at this point, mister. So. <laughs> oh, man, I didn't realize I was in such a doghouse. Don't put your face up to the tube, by the way. It seems fun. You make one mistake. <laughs> that's that's how this Don't goes. Worry. Don't worry, I get what you beat. <laughs> All right, so you uh, yeah, you move quietly, stalking through the brush towards the, uh, towards the ship, and eventually you can see it, and it looks very much like the way you saw in uh, the uh, the telescope. Except, dun-dun-dun. There's two undead lions. <laughs> <laughs> so There's you, no undead animals. You'll be coming in from the southwest corner here. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Let me go grab your pawns. Where are your okay. pawns at? But there's a tent set up nearby. You didn't tell us about that. Where? Over here. Oh, yeah. I think it was this background... Um. Yeah, it is. Well, okay. Okay. That, you didn't draw this map. Whatever. Yeah. That's fine. I'm. Well, I'm. I mean, I added a lot to the map because the ship. You know, I had to add. It's actually yeah, just a tree that looks like it. Oh, it's a very top. square. Square yeah, tree. Doctor Susian tree. Mm. Doctor just happened to look strangely like a a tent. No. Yeah. No. There'd be a tent there, probably left over from long ago. So that's fine. Does anybody have mad? Uh, no. I mend with my words. Oh, I think mending the ship. No. It's too bad. Okay. We're talking quiet. We're I can mend the ship in your mind. Mm. I can make you feel better about the ship. <laughs> I can make you imagine the ship being mended. All right. There are your pawns coming in from the southwest. There you go. We've got a pawns. We've got a map. We've got a ship. I've got my arms crossed in right. silent protest. So, Dagmar, do you want to sneak up and see if anything there? Yeah. So I am going to stealth again and creep up towards the ship. Um, I want to be keeping my eye out for any kind of movement. All right. Give me another stealth check as you creep ever so slowly towards the ship. I love the ship. 23. All right, you slowly approach. You can see this, yeah, it is not 
exactly like any ship that you might have seen before. And you have seen ships because there are ships on the Black Sea down here in the dark. Uh, but most of them, actually, none of them are sailed. They are all um, like riverboat style ships, which I guess technically are boats. Um, but this one does have masts, both vertical and horizontal. The ones horizontal jutting from the sides and there are shreds of ancient sails still dangling from them. Uh, the ship itself, you can see, is quite tall. Clearly, there's several below decks. And the whole thing is listing just a bit to the uh, listing a bit to the port as once long ago where it crashed into the city, plowing through several different walls before coming to rest in this little market area. But despite whatever calamity befell it, it looks to be remarkably intact. And you're at this point probably within 50 feet of the port side. Everybody else just a little bit behind you, taking in the view. Would like to try to locate the easiest way to climb up aboard the ship. Whether that would be maybe one of the masts or. Yeah, it looks like the easiest way from this side, because I said it, because it is listing to the side, you could hop onto the end of uh, the, that large port mast, the horizontal one, and basically just kind of balance walk up, like walking up a ramp towards the upper deck. I will do that. But our goal is not the ship. It's beyond. I just, just want to take a look. Okay. All right. We'll make an acrobatics check to walk carefully up the mast. Uh, 16. All right. You effortlessly balance your way up and make your way up the mast. I follow him with an 18. Ooh. Look at Chris. You, you have the tail. That helps it is very balance. helpful. Yeah. Mm hmm. All right, then uh, Alar and Brokos reach the bottom. Do you guys also follow them up? 14. <laughs> that's enough. I got a pretty... I will oh, levitate that's if I need to, Don. Uh, I, I get a, a 16, so... All right. Alar is less sure-footed than the rest of you. He slips ever so slightly and... Uh, he floats. Leg atrophy. Yeah, it's leg atrophy. <laughs> it's leg atrophy. But he's okay. He does not fall. Can't he just float up? I can, but, you know... Sometimes he wants to see a, a man of the people and want to like walk like <laughs> a man of the people. <laughs> a groundling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dagmar. So you've reached. So the uh, the mast actually uh, it goes into the side of the deck uh, or the, the, you know, the side of the ship a couple like about three feet below the uh, the the deck, but you can easily reach up and pull yourself aboard. Yeah, I want to get it on the top deck. Yeah. And then I assume then, Tress, you do the same. Yes. Are the sails intact or they've been kind of scavenged? They have not been scavenged. Okay. Um, they have been damaged and they are obviously extremely aged. So you think in order to make this a sailing vessel, they might need to be replaced. Yeah. I was just tipping for if, if this has been like kind of ravished through and looked picked apart. Um. It. I. Well... It does not look looted. I mean, you, you're not, I would say you wouldn't really know what to expect on the top deck of a ship, but structurally you can see it's pretty intact. The The biggest damage is in the um, the aft where a part of the, like there's actually like a tree growing up through part of it. 
but you can see some strange blue crystalline structures back there, which they're not glowing or anything, but they, they do appear to be damaged. There are a number of ballista, as you can see on the map. Uh, two on the port, two are the starboard, much smaller, and then there's one on the, the prow, which is a, a very large double ballista. And there are ballista bolts around that appear to be intact. Hey, Brokos, want to do something fun? Sure. Always up for a fun... Climb on the ballista. I'll fire you. Oh. Um, maybe later. Form of snake. Form of snake. Just really get rigid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to fly soon. Thanks, So, <laughs> So the... Uh, there, it's not immediately clear how this map works. You can see there's uh, like an aft castle where the, the ship's mm-hmm. wheel is. So those are those are small stairs leading up. There we go. I'll bring that up there. Are there cabins um, on the top deck? Like yeah, maybe looks like captains? there would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like underneath the. Yeah. Yes, there are. Uh, the, yeah, um, I'd have to. I do have a. I do have the lower deck map of this. So, so are you going to start walking? I guess towards one of those doors that might lead into that. I mean, do we have time for this? Yeah, I, I know we're curious. Limited. Yeah. I mean, if the door is unlocked, I think we can probably take like fifteen minutes to just go through here, and then <laughs> fifteen minutes. I just, I just jiggle the handle of the door. That's fair. That's fair. It, it It is locked. And as you do so. Thanks, guys. 15 minutes. Guys. Just jiggled it. He jiggled it just a little bit. <laughs> just touched it. Go on and jiggle it. He was it. waiting for just you to do bit. anything. A ghostly stick. form rises up oh. from below deck. He appears to be a sailor of old, translucent, much like the lady in red, with a cutlass and a dagger in his offhand, and he shouts out to you in his ghostly voice, Who dares encroach upon my ship uninvited? Appointed Dagmar. Have at thee, knaves! And uh, he points his sword in your direction and looks like he's going to come at you with it. And we'll have to see what he does to poor Dagmar <sighs> next week! <laughs> Wow. I don't think we have time. Killed by a pirate I just, ghost. I just jiggled the hand. You, you are that. I just, I just You're that kid. Man. Poor pirate was sitting <laughs> there waiting for someone oh, to jiggle the handle. It's a ship. It could have treasure in it. It could have. It I swear, anybody jiggles that handle and I'm going to attack them. <laughs> I know that's such a strange magical war. He's waiting and waiting and waiting. He's been waiting. I'll not mind their boot steps, <laughs> but dare you jiggle me handle. <laughs> yeah, no. I feel somewhat vindicated in this. That's, that's uh, the route I'm, I'm going. I'm not sure how you put that together, but vindicated. Oh, oh. Chris is writing in a journal. Oh, no. <laughs> it's two in one day. Oh. First, I didn't tie the 24-hour knots. Oh, yeah. I did the good enough knots. Feeling pretty good about being the least screw-up today. <laughs> Man, this has not been a good day for Dagmar. That was tomorrow, but today. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well. I was really hoping you guys would go to the ship. 
Well, uh-huh. yeah, I kind yeah. of felt a, a godly push. Towards yeah, the yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the map is so beautiful. I'll, I, you it is a gorgeous. It's gorgeous. You should well, post this. On that. Yeah. The, the, it was the the whole initial. Oh, there's a ship. We need to go to the ship. Let's of go to the ship. Yeah, and then it's like. So I made this whole ship map. And a little bit like, foreshadowing hey. of the ship conversation we had on Friday night about we really want to do something on a ship. Well, I can kind of see like your enthusiasm die a little bit in your eyes and you're like, we don't yeah. need to go to the ship. I mean, we'll you guys are like, really sure you want to do that? <laughs> like, I spent hours on this. It's just like the disappointment, like, fine, sure. If you want to do that, yeah, it's okay. It's like, <laughs> hey, so uh, you guys want to go to the ship yet? Yeah, I mean, the ship. You guys were really curious about the ship. And that's how it's done. Yes. yes. And then I jiggled a handle, and here we are. Yeah. Uh Well, thanks, everybody. All right. Yeah. Have a good one. Until next next time. time. Bye. Bye. Have SD mateys. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please take a moment to rate us, as this goes a long way to promote us. If you love our show, we are on Patreon. Even a dollar a month can help keep the content coming. For other adventures in the world of Atlas, check out our sister show, Down With Dragons, on YouTube or Twitch at Monsters of Roll. Dungeon Patrol is a Monsters of Roll production. We will see you next week. This dungeon has been patrolled.